0: Welcome to Writing the Wrong Way, where we talk about how writing works, how writers work, Now how the best writers risk being strange. But I want to talk about grants uh, today, and specifically about the project description uh, part of the grant. The, you know, different grants will have different names for this, but they will all ask you to write a project description of some sort. In other words, what do you plan to do with this grant? Like, what's your project that you're asking the granting body to support? Um, we're going to talk uh, kind of mainly about the Canada Council for the Arts uh, and applying to the Canada Council for the Arts as a writer to complete a project. But I may touch on some sort of other things, may get into some other grants and so on. Uh, but really, what we're going to talk about uh, here for the, the specific example, the Canada Council for the Arts, uh, is in some way cross applicable uh, when you're applying for other types of grants. It even is many ways some of the skills you'd use applying for say a scholarship uh, to do some particular research or something we're not going to get into that but just so you know like uh, this project description uh it does sort of form the core of the grant uh, even though there's you know other elements of the grant and i've got Lyndon redchenka here again uh kind of helping go through this idea Lyndon has himself gotten some grants um and you know is sort of gonna be sort of the stand-in for a person who hasn't gotten a grant, but you know, but does have you know, knowledge of grant- grants and can kind of contribute to this discussion as well. But I'm gonna kind of put Lennon more in the role of a questioner, uh, broadly speaking. So Lennon, what do you think is, from the point of view of a person who's never gotten a council grant, say, but maybe is eligible for one and is interested in applying, uh, what questions do you think they typically have uh, the, about the project description? When you started so doing projects what was the sort of big question mark in your head?
1: I mean, the first question that I asked was, where do I even start with this? Um, because the Canada Council project description asks you to describe the project. If I'm going to get right into the application, it asks you to describe the project, uh, explain the inspiration for your project and why you wish to undertake it at this time. And usually they give you about 750 words, um, which is both not a lot of words and entirely too many words. Uh, So I always found, or I think the best way to look at this sort of um, project or part of the project is to try and figure out exactly what it is they're looking for in the project description, whether that's by looking at the assessment or by trying to really understand what those um, prompts mean.
0: Well, this is my uh, complaint, honestly, about the Canada Council uh, for the Arts grant application process, is that it has exactly those words that you just read, um, meant to explain to a person what a project description should be. And this is where I see almost everybody making the same mistake when they start writing these grants. So just to read it again. Uh, this is what the CCA says they want in your project description. So not to point fingers at the CCA, but on it, if you are listening people from the CCA, this is the problem that everybody runs into. And I'll just break it down for you a little bit here, Linden. So the CCA says, describe your project, right? Project description. That part seems to make sense. Explain the inspiration for your project or why you wish to undertake it at this time. Now, what they mean is not <laughs> what almost everybody does. I almost see everybody do the same thing, which is they take it literally and they explain the inspiration for their project, where they got the idea. I got the idea from this novel when I was walking down the street and I saw a dog and the dog seemed overheated. And I thought to myself, what if I lived in a world where dogs you know, walked people? And how would people like that? This is the sort of thing, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, going too far with it, but the idea origin is often how people understand the word inspiration here. And the idea origin is not what the CCA wants you to explain or describe. Uh, the other part of this thing is they say, or. They do not mean or, they mean and. Uh, because the second part of this is the most important aspect why you wish to undertake it at this time. Now, I just need to back it up a little bit and beyond the project description, on the macro level of how somebody is going to assess this grant. So when the jury gets put in a room, it's very important for you as a writer of a grant to understand this. When the jury gets put in the room before they look at your grant, They are told the following, and this is information that is available on the county council's website. Uh, You know, it's not secret. Um, They're told the following Howard, you know, somewhere in the guidelines, it has information on the assessment. And this is sort of what they say about assessment, how are decisions made? So this is the answer the county council in the past has been very mystifying about this. One of the great things the county council has done recently is they've Uh, made it clear how assessments are done. Um, So, you know, if you were applying, in this case, we're talking specifically about applying to the research and creation component of uh, the explore and create stream, okay? Uh, Now, I don't wanna get into the weeds, what that means, but I'm talking about projects where you're a writer, you're trying to write something, okay? And that's what you're applying to do. So you've got a project like a novel, you've got a project like a poetry collection, Maybe you're trying to write a play or whatever it is. You're a writer writing something. Uh, this might also apply to you if you're an artist, you know, trying to make a sculpture or something, but it's that kind of project. Okay. You're creating a thing and you are applying to this particular component, which is the research and creation component of the explore and create uh, stream. Okay. If you are doing that, then they assess you on three things. Artistic merit, which is 50% of the assessment score. So the jury has to give you a score, uh, like as a group, individually and as a group, they end up scoring you, scoring the artistic merit of your project. And that's worth 50% of your total score. And you must score a minimum of 35 out of 50 or your application is automatically rejected. So even though it's only 50%, if you don't score 35, it's an automatic rejection here on this particular criteria. Now, the reason I point out what stream we're talking about and everything is that a different stream would still be scoring your artistic merit, but it might assess it at a different weighting. Um, And again, if you're applying to Arts Council or Winnipeg Arts Council or some other provincial or federal or sorry, some other provincial or um, municipal art council, they will still score you on artistic merit, but how much they score you, what the weighting is, all that stuff is gonna differ. But here we're talking about a real precise example, just to make it sensible to people. 50%, you have to score 35 out of of 50 at least, and 50% of the score uh, comes from the artistic merit. That is something that has to be clear in the project description, the artistic merit. But that's not what this project description is telling you uh, initially. When they talk about inspiration, though, this is what they mean. Uh, the County Council does not mean, again, even though it says it, they do not mean uh, explaining where their idea comes from. They're saying, you know, the inspiration, what they mean is like artistically speaking, what is the value of this project? You know, why do you want to do it? Not in the sense of like, when were you walking down the street and got the idea to do it, but like, why is this a project you are pursuing, artistically speaking? They mean to talk about it in artist terms, but they're sort of unfortunately using a term that artists use differently. Artists talk about inspiration, like where they got the idea for something. Canon Council means, what is the artistic merit of this project? Why do you want to do it? Um, And so... You need to be talking in this project description about like the thematic significance of this project. Uh, It's artistic validity in your field relative to other projects. You need to be making comparisons potentially to like other people, uh, other things that have come out. If you're writing a horror novel, what makes this horror novel special and different? They don't care like that you're scared of teeth falling out and you got the idea when you were watching, you know, uh, some other, you know what I mean? Like what they're really asking for when they say inspiration is for you to explain the artistic value of the project and why personally it matters to you, but also why it should matter to someone else. But it's framed in such a way that what I find is that almost always people will make the mistake of explaining just the personal value that it has to them and not the artistic value or the wider cultural significance of what they're trying to do, which you know uh, is more what they're trying to get you to get at here. The other two assessment criteria uh, that come into play here are uh, uh, impact and feasibility. So there's three criteria for Canada Council. And again, all grants will usually have some version of this. It's artistic merit, which is the biggest one usually uh, in this certainly in this case it's 50 percent you have what's called impact which is scored in this example at 30 percent you have to get 15 minimum out of 30 uh or it's an automatic you know pass or fail i should say um uh what pass means fail when you're talking about grants so it can be kind of confusing um but uh it's a 30 percent for impact though And then a thing called feasibility is scored at 20 percent so it's artistic merit 50 impact 30 feasibility uh 20. and again the feasibility has a minimum you got to score 10 out of 20. now the feasibility is something that kind of comes into play with this project description to some degree but really what they're asking you to do is explain the artistic significance uh artistic merit and the impact that second part where i say they don't mean or they mean and Uh, The second part, when they ask you, uh, why do you wish to undertake it at this time? What they're asking you in unclear terms is to explain the impact that it will have both on your career uh, and on the larger culture, should it be disseminated. Now, from a technical perspective, it's important to understand how the granting body is looking at this particular grant we're talking about. This is a grant for you to create something, Lyndon. So let's say you're going to write a novel and that's your project. They are not concerned with you publishing the novel. It has nothing to do with this grant. They don't care if that novel ever gets published. Now, the ideal, of course, is that it will get published and so on. They want to support your novel being written so that like they want to support you creating your novel or your poetry collection or whatever so that you can then go on and publish it uh, but that's not what the grant is for, uh, it is not a grant to disseminate, publish or present Is the term they like to use your novel. This is a creation grant that we're talking about. So they're only narrowly concerned with the creation of this grant, but when the, why they're asking you, you know, why you wish to undertake it at this time is because they want to know what impact it would have if you had the ability to create this grant. What the Canada Council is trying to get at with this project description is, what are you trying to do now, and why now? Uh, Why should we support you creating this thing? Not just in the artistic terms of like what value does it have artistically, although that is important, it's worth half your score, but also in the terms of you, a creator, coming to us, the Canada Council for the Arts, and asking for money to create something, why should we what what difference does it make that this thing is created if you had your novel written what would it matter both in cultural terms and artistic terms right like what's this novel about uh, what's this value you know relative to other novels in the world and so where, where are you feeling a gap right uh, that maybe is missing why should we support you writing this novel versus someone else you know like what's so special about your horror novel where People are having their teeth pulled out. And Why can't somebody else write that novel? Hasn't somebody else written that novel, et cetera? These are questions you have to kind of be thinking about and answering the project description. And that's when they say inspiration. That's what they mean. Uh, what is unique and original about your idea? Why should we support it? What does it matter to the wider culture? But also, what's the impact on your career? Um, if you had a novel, is this like your 20th novel? You're just writing another novel? Or is this going to be your first novel? Um, do you see where I'm going with this? Like, if I had a novel done, this is just sort of the idea that you want to be getting across. You know, If this novel was done, instead of being a thing I'm just proposing to do, it would make a massive amount of difference. I would be able to send it to an agent, maybe get an agent, which I don't have right now. Um, I would be able to send it to a publisher and maybe get a novel published, which, you know, I've got no novels published yet. I publish a lot of short stories maybe, Um, but, you know, I don't want to just be writing short stories forever. My goal as a writer is to move into novels and, or, you know, maybe I have been doing romance novels, but I want to move into horror novels. And, you know, uh, I need some support for that because it doesn't really fit in my day, you know, due to my business being about romance novels. You know what I mean? Like it's about getting across to them in the project description. There's three things you need to get across them. The third, of course, being feasibility, which we can get into. But again, mostly what this project description is about is explaining the artistic merit of your idea. So what your idea is in a clear way, which is often uh, a mistake people make um, is they're not clear about what they're even proposing to do. Um what the value artistically, the artistic merit of that project you're proposing to do is, and also what the impact uh, of having it completed would be. This project description is really you trying to explain to a jury uh, and a series of jury members really, in this case, you know, here's my vision for the future when I'm done this book, this project which is usually a book for a writer. It doesn't have to be. Um, but like, if this thing was done that I'm proposing to do, it would look like this. It would, you know, taste like this. You, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it would have this artistic merit and it would have this sort of impact on my career. I would have, it would unlock these doors for me. Um, and, you know, incidentally, also it would be a good thing to have in the world because not a lot of people are doing this kind of thing right now. That's why I can't get a big advance to do it and I'm asking you, the Canada Council.
1: Does that yeah, make just sense? To be, it does make sense. And while you were explaining all of that, i went, I pulled up and have been taking a look at um, a couple of the successful Canada Council applications that I've had just to see what my own project descriptions look like. And, so, and the one that sort of more traditionally falls into how you've laid it out, <clears throat> I separated my project description into three sort of main sections and that was uh, I spent a paragraph or two briefly talking on a conceptual level about the inspiration behind the story. I spent part of the description uh, describing what the story actually is, sort of showing how the story um, displays that in the inspiration and then I spent the last part of that project description uh, explaining what about how we were presenting the story made it special or made it unique and um, I had saved a lot of my um, how it will impact my professional career uh, into a later part of the application in the artistic risk section of the application but that would have been the right place to put it also to explain exactly how presenting the project in that way would Uh, forward me in my career so it makes complete sense what you're saying and it's consistent with my own successful applications in the past
0: well here's the other thing just sort of bring it back so what we're focusing on here is a project description but it is worth remembering you've got other areas of this application the whole application is hitting on these three things and again you know you're spending most of your time on artistic merit and impact some time on feasibility but each section is going to be kind of differently weighted and so on this project description is primarily a place you want to talk about artistic merit. Again, they use the word inspiration, and you're saying you know you did some, spend some time on that. My wager, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but my wager is that when you were talking about inspiration, if you had a successful application, you probably did it in the correct manner, uh, which you know you might have squeaked by, but it, it my my guess is you did the the smart thing, which is you talked about how you compared it to existing works and explained how you were filling a gap here with this idea. You know, I haven't really seen something like this and I I noticed there was this gap, you know, where people weren't really doing this. And I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if somebody did this kind of thing and put this twist, you know what I mean? I'm guessing that's sort of what you were doing, right?
1: The second half, the second half of that part of my project description specifically says, while many books ask the question X, many do not ask the question Y. And this is what we want to explore.
0: Right. And, and so that's the sort of thing that is worth framing maybe in a discussion of where the idea came from. But the part that matters isn't the literal like explanation. where And I didn't spend idea. very
1: much time on that section. It was uh, just a way as a primer of explaining the actual project.
0: Yeah. It sometimes can be useful to you to explain uh, when you're writing these project descriptions, it's sometimes useful to talk about um, sort of tell mini real quick in a sentence or whatever, tell this kind of story of where you got the idea, but that's just a rhetorical device to make it readable and interesting. Um, What's your, the meat of it, you know, like uh, the, the value of, the description is in getting as fast as possible to this artistic merit and the impact. To some degree, you may discuss the feasibility. Uh, I think it's good. It's good to do all three of those things as much as possible wherever you can in the application. Um, but you know, uh, feasibility is worth kind of less in terms of scoring, uh, and it's something that can usually be dispensed with very quickly. Like if you've written, like for example, one way to address feasibility in a project description is just. While you're talking about the impact, so if you say something like this, um, you know, I've published a bunch of short stories in different literary journals, uh, but I haven't yet, you know, produced a novel. So in that scenario, you're explaining the feasibility, even though you're not saying it directly. You're explaining, like, I could write a novel because I've proven I can write short stories and publish them. So it's not unreasonable to think, like, it's feasible for me to write a novel at this point. And think it could be a publishable novel, like you're you're explaining the feasibility in right by bringing up your 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 history there, um, and how this is sort of the next thing. Really, you're focusing on impact. You know, it would be a you know the next step for my career is to have a novel. Blah blah blah. Um, and artistic development of, for me, I want to stretch and move into no, a novel form and do something longer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if that's the you old know, kind of the thing you're doing. Um, so you, there's a way you're kind of talking about impact primarily there, but it is sort of, you know, if you frame it a certain way and kind of explain like where you kind of were and where you are going next, it does often get answer the feasibility question, because it's usually not a hard question. Where, where feasibility becomes a problem is if it's like, hey, I've never written a story before. I want to write a three-book series. And it's like, well, that's not feasible. Or at least it doesn't seem feasible. But if you say, like, I'm a professional screenwriter who's written, you know, 10 movies, and I've never written a novel, but I think, I, you know, it seems like I could just jump to writing novels. That's feasible.
1: Yeah, it seems as though feasibility really comes down. The strongest way to prove feasibility is through past performance. Um, So if you've never written a novel and you want to get funding to write a novel, um, the easiest way might be to have, say, three chapters of this novel done and say, look, I've done a chunk of this book. I need funding to finish the rest of this book. The other way um, that you can easily prove feasibility, and this one is not as easy or as um reliant on you is if you come to them and say I have a publisher that's interested in this or I've had discussions with the publisher and mm-hmm. they want to support this but I need to actually make the book that I find really increases the feasibility but again sure, that's you that, not necessarily right? something you can rely on I did do that yes um
0: yeah and we, I I did that recently too with uh, the RI Collector comic you know heavy we, yes. we, we uh had gotten a series of grants to do the First five issues of it then i went back to the granting bodies later and said hey you know we did what we said we would do and not only hey thanks for supporting this this book we got it picked up by heavy metal the world's premier you know publisher of horror fantasy and uh you know now we want to make more of it and heavy metal will publish more
1: you know they're not paying
0: us because we own everything and we literally refuse their money so that we could continue owning everything so that's why I'm coming back to you, Cancel, asking for money. So like that's sensible and it's feasible, right? Um, it explains We're why talking- I'm not getting money from heavy metal. It explains why I need money from them. It explains that, you know, it's feasible. It's not just like I've written, like I, I've written five issues and I want to write seven more for fun. I've placed the five issues. I have a publisher for these extra seven. You know what I mean? You, you get into the... Feasibility to take now before I did this, though, it's worth pointing out it was very hard for me to explain the feasibility. And I got a couple of grants rejected because I had never written a comic before. Um, I'd written a bunch of other stuff. And so it wasn't totally unreasonable for me to think I could write a comic. You know what I mean? But I had got, you know, I was getting rejected just showing them scripts uh, because people can't look at a script and imagine how what it would look like. So I had to like spend my money getting buying pages and showing people, like, look, the scripts do become good pages. <laughs> and then, you know, they started to get it. So the feasibility in that case, uh, it's worth pointing out. Uh, I had to, I, I was ha- going, going nowhere in the project description trying to explain feasibility. I had to spend money and buy pages and show them, no, look, this script can become a good comic page. It is feasible for me to do this. Uh, so that was something I had to handle in outside of the project description in the artistic support materials. Um, sometimes you can handle it in project description, but really the impact and the uh, artistic merit are the things that you are tackling in the project description.
1: Well, I think this is an important time, too, while we're talking about the Eye Collector, because it's a quite a strange comic, and we're talking about feasibility. And I, I think it's important that we talk about how feasibility doesn't necessarily mean... Um, commercial ability
0: no in fact if you're applying for an arts council it's almost a strength that you are applying with a non-commercial project they don't really have um the same you know it used to be linen that uh arts bodies and literary publishing as in in broad strokes was very against genre work and you could not get uh, a grant to write a science fiction novel and could not get you know a uh, literary publish, like Penguin to publish science fiction novel, for example. It just was not what they did. And it was not considered, it was considered commercial. Uh, you know, Publishing is a weird world. So without getting too far into the complexities of it, let's just say nowadays it is acceptable uh, for literary publishers to publish genre work, uh, presuming it has a certain level of stylistic quality. Uh, and it is accepted by grants organizations that commercial work could be artistically valid and have artistic merit. You can write a horror novel with artistic merit. It may still be a hard sell, depending on what you're doing in that horror novel and the politics of it. Um, but you know, the grants are no longer anti-genre in the way that they once were. Um, and uh, they don't see themselves at odds with commercial acceptability. And in fact, the county Council wants you to go on and have commercial success. Um, that's why they're there to kind of bridge this area where you don't have the commercial success to support yourself, but maybe later, like you could have enough commercial success to support yourself. They're trying to get you from point A to point B, but they're not really concerned with the presentation. Again, if you're applying to create something, the commercial aspect of it is irrelevant. In fact, if it's not commercial, you can almost make a stronger case for a artistic merit which again, keep in mind is a a higher score. Uh, You can say things like, you know, so the eye collector is a nice example because in that I really was stressing in the project descriptions. I was really trying to stress like, look, this is an extremely bizarre book in the milieu of horror. It's more surreal than some of the most surreal horror you'll find. Um, It is dealing with all sorts of, you know, issues, Uh, about, you know, childhood trauma and so on that make it, uh, it's not gory, uh, but almost for that reason, it's not as commercial as it could be. Um, But we have gotten a commercial publisher to sign on for it. So I was kind of like, on one hand, I'm, you know, and we specifically and strategically kept hold of rights uh, so that we could be in control of the artistic direction of the project. The downside is we don't have the money. We're asking you guys for money. So I, I was really being careful to walk that line and say like, look, there's impact here where we have a publisher who's a big deal publisher that, um, you know, they're the place for experimental horror. Um, and here's an even more experimental than normal horror. Um But for that reason, so, you know, so we have like this commercial side of it, but, you know, it's not going to go make us a million dollars. Please support this project.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So going back to the project description here, when I'm looking at describing or trying to hit the the artistic merit of the project that I'm writing, do you have any sort of baseline advice on how I can assess what the actual strength of my project is? That are that are worth highlighting are.
0: So I just have to open this window. Um, so just a quick pause here. I may have to ditch you and go get my kid off the bus. So, um, but let me just quickly deal with that. Uh, or actually, let's come back another time um, and deal with that particular question because I'm going to have to give sure. in like five minutes. It looks like. Okay, that's fine. And uh, actually, well, let me just see if I can ask that question. Like so. I don't know. Do you think that that's, is there like an important follow-up to that or not?
1: No, I think that this is sort of a wrap up overview of when I tackle my project description, how do I know what the best things to talk about are?
0: Fundamentally, uh, not to sound like a broken record, the best things to talk about are the artistic merit, the impact, and the feasibility. And it really helps if you have a project um, that. That like the ideal project to propose to a granting body is, you know, also the ideal project for your, a person to be doing something that stretches you artistically, but isn't so far off base what you've already been doing that it seems, you know, a strange idea that for to pursue. Something that is going to have a career impact, so take you into a new space perhaps, or expand your practice uh, in a significant way but not so far that it sounds like something you know you're not ready to do Um, and it also very much helps if uh, in some way you can tie it uh, to the wider culture by making an argument that this is also has is going to contribute to the culture of the arts in Canada. So something I often will point out in my grant applications is that you know a lot of people are writing experimental poetry in Canada, almost nobody is doing experimental fiction anymore, um, like they used to do in Canada. Canada's rich tradition of experimental fiction, almost nobody is pursued and carried that on. I'm interested in pursuing uh, experimental fiction, but marrying it with genre. Uh, commercial tropes and kind of having a blend of the best of both worlds. And this way, I'm trying to bring Canadian literary, um, Canadian literature. I'm trying to expand uh, a, 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 a trajectory or a tradition in Canadian literature and develop one, like develop a tradition that people have kind of left uh, to just evaporate. Uh, but also, I'm trying to, you know, uh, make the mainstream a bit more interesting. Uh, by you know doing something unconventional in these genres. So that's just how I do it. But like something like that, where you're showing how you're stretching, you're showing how you're not stretching too far, <laughs> but you're also uh, doing something that is, sort of has some impact and some value uh, outside of yourself and outside of, and really is helping make the Canadian uh, cultural milieu a more interesting uh, place. Great. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me, Lynn, about project descriptions. We'll talk some more about grants and some other podcasts here. Um, And until then, uh, keep writing the wrong way.